Hey legends, and we're back for another episode of Mates and Footy Podcast. Today, I get to chat to another good mate of mine, Dwayne Annabelle. Dwayne's footy resume can speak for itself from his junior days down at Hastings to his first senior debut at Crib Point in 1996. It was a great chat, and it went a little something like this. Dwayne Annabelle, welcome to the Mates and Footy Podcast. Good on you, Jory. Thanks, mate. Uh, thanks for getting me on. Yes, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. And uh, obviously, you are a crew point legend, um, as I've heard from a couple of people. Don't know about that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> now, starting uh, your junior days at Hastings Footy Club um, to under 13s, and then you ventured across to crew point. Uh, how are your junior days and uh, what you did to start off? Uh, I started off in the under nines. I think, yeah, the earliest uh, you could sort of start. Um, me, and, me and a mate, uh, I was a bit in primary school and we had a, a few boys there, I think, were playing at Hastings, which sort of got us attracted there. So, yeah, we ventured up to Hastings, um, yeah, and and started off there and was fortunate enough to, uh, yeah, captain a premiership there in the under 11s, which was good. Yeah. and. And then up into the 13s, played with, played with some really good footballers there. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I was living in Bitten. Um, I had some other mates who I went to school with and I was close with at, at Cribby. Um, and I was starting to watch some of their senior footy with a couple of mates. So, yeah, I ended up um, swinging over there. And and um, that was about all she wrote from there, mate, apart from a couple of years um, at a few other places. But I've uh, been at Cribby almost ever since, mate. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And um, going from there, obviously your your first senior game in nineteen ninety six. Do you remember who you played? Uh, I don't actually. So what happened was, um, yeah, I was in the under eighteen a year before we played. We played finals. We got we got we got knocked out convincingly. Um, I didn't play the first game. The first game of that year was actually the game where Dermy played for Franks and Bombers. Against um, against Cribby, a massive crowd and all that sort of stuff. And I actually I had my grandparents' golden wedding anniversary, I think it was, and I I didn't play that day. And then I started off in the twos. I think I played I think I played the first two or three games of the year in the twos, maybe four. And then a great crib point player retired. Um, uh, Mick Swamberer, his name was. He was a he was a very good player. He was sort of a bit like me, wiry, half or flanker winger, and he he um, retired sort of. And I ended up getting a game. Um, Glenn Brown was coach at the time. He played for St Kilda and around the traps. Brownie was a was a gun. Um, yeah, he he gave me an opportunity, and um, mate, I loved it. I loved it. I was I was, I was about fifty five kilos ringing wet back then, but. Yeah. Um, to be to be young again, mate. I think I'm nudging 95 now. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so look, yeah, it was great to get in and um, and start mixing it with the big boys. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, going from there, you did have a season at the Franks and Dolphins in '99. Uh, what was that experience like? Obviously, playing state lake footy. Yeah, it was. It was actually 2000. So '99. '99. So, so after Brandy coached 96, Andrew Wiskin took over 97 and we had a couple of lean years. But 99, we really got going and we actually made the grand final against Berwick that year. Tony Blackford was coaching them yep. um, and it was a great granny. We went down by, I think it was nine points. 
Um, I had a I had a good year, really good year. Um, I kicked kicked sort of 115 goals, I think it was, and, and got the league medal. Anyway, I got invited to Frankston for 2000. So Robbie Mace was coach. He was a pretty hard man, Robbie. Uh, yep. But there was some great footballers there at the time. Some ex AFL guys, some of the some of the uh, the gun local guys that everyone would know. Guys like. Chris Holcomb had just come back from Hawthorne and Matty Hose and Bevan Malloy and Rocky Lawrence and all these sort of boys. It was it was great. Look, it was really good for me. I, I think I was I was 20, 22 or 20, yep. 22 when I went there. Um, we trained super hard. I got really fit and I, I really learned quickly what um, sort of work ethic you needed to, to be a, a good footballer. It, it was good for me. I only I didn't play. I only played one senior game that year. I played most of the year in the in the twos, but that's fine. Um, and then yeah, mate, I I thought look, this wasn't for me, um, and I went back to Cribby in um, in o two. Yep. In uh, sorry, is... sorry, uh, sorry. O one. O one. Yep. Yes. Yep. yes. And yeah, and that that gets onto my uh, next thing here, and. Obviously, being being grand final week, and everyone knows the hype of grand final week. Um, obviously, you're lucky enough to play in a winning flag at Kribby. Take us back to that day. Who'd you play? Where at? And uh, yep. what positive did you start in for the day? Uh, yeah, so we, we played Pearsdale in the grand final that day. Um, and it's funny timing of it. I think it's it's the it's the 20-year anniversary of... Um, of that grand final, actually, this year. Yep. So yeah, right. literally it would be close to the day because I remember because 9-11 in America actually happened during that week of the grand final. Yeah, yeah right. Um, and we wore black armbands for 9-11 um, and a minute silence and a few things. And um, anyway, that final series was interesting. I think we, we beat we beat Pearsdale in the, in the semi Um they beat Bomb Beach. So B- Bomb Beach had a gun side. They had Gorazidis. They had Danny Cassette. They had a really good side. And in the end, they didn't make the grand final. Pearsdale won through. Um, they started – It was look, it was a great week. Um, the club hadn't won a flag since 85. So there was – and obviously with losing 99, we were so close. Um, there was heaps of vibe. We, we Andrew Shannon had come to the club from Hastings. He was coaching – um, you know, we had some great young players like Jay Monday, um, you know, Brad Watson and Dowie and Ryan Wilson, some really young guys and some really experienced guys. That were, it was a fantastic mix, a great group. Anyway, score, scores were pretty close at half time. Pearsall actually had us um, over a barrel early and they probably missed a few. Um, anyway, third quarter, we, we got right on top. We blew them away, actually, in the third quarter. Um, Steve Raspinas in our forward kicked four goals. Um, yeah. And we, we I think we ended up winning by 70-something points in the end. It was sort yeah, of right. lucky time in the last quarter, which is great. We really, really got to enjoy it, get around each other. Um, yeah, I played full forward that year. Um didn't have a fantastic game. I got, I got five goals. A couple, I got a few good ones in the first half, probably a couple of junk time in the last quarter. But Andrew Wiskin had about 40 touches and I think he kicked three or four. And, look, it was – mate, it was just a great day. And we actually had our 20-year reunion this year before COVID lockdown. Yep. Um, 
it was a super day. Oh, so it was a couple of days, actually. <laughs> um, it was a couple of days. We had the first night, Friday night at my place, and on the Saturday when Krivy played Pearsdale earlier this year, we got together again on the Saturday. So, mate, lifelong friendships with those boys. Um, I think out of the 21 that played, I think we had 18 or 19 at the reunion, which is fantastic. A lot of locals. Um, which is what Cribby's sort of built on, I suppose. But, mate, it was – look, it was my finest moment, I reckon, for, for my footy career, with, without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. And especially, like, you know, I think um, as playing a grand final myself, in the last quarter, and you know you're up by a fair bit, you can really start just to soak it in and take a good look around. Um, yeah. I, I, I found really that – and you might be the same. Um, you can kind of have that tunnel vision where you're just so focused on that end result. You just want to get there as quickly as you can. Um, but then, you know, you don't get to have a, a good look around it and what's uh, what's in front of you. Yeah, no, 100%. There was a big – there was a big – it was down at Rye and in that pocket there on the other side of the, the pavilion, um, we had a big contingent down there and we were kicking to that end in the last quarter. And um, – Every goal we kicked, they were going berserk and we were high-fiving the crowd. And it was just, it was just, mate, you couldn't have asked for a, you know, a better a better day the way that it panned out, really. It was, it was great. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, celebrations would have uh, gone on hard for sure. <laughs> yeah, mate, they, they did. They did. I mean, the one we lost in 99, it was a lot of guys' first grand final. Oh, I reckon we nearly partied harder on that one, to be honest. Yeah, uh, right. That sounds stupid. But geez, uh, that one that one went for a while too. So yeah, but no, nah, mate, it was it was good. I think I I was I was sort of in full time work. Then I th- I think I maybe had the Monday off, and a few other boys kicked on longer than that. But I think I was back at work by the Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, so, taking the rest of the week. <laughs> oh, mate, it would have been nice, but I uh, yeah I couldn't. But um, look, yeah, as I said, great memories, mate, and um, and great mates from there that I still knock around with a, a really good chunk of them today. Definitely, for sure. Now, moving on, uh, still at Cribby uh, as playing coach in 03 and 04. Yep. Uh, how, how are them years uh, as obviously going from player to coach? Yeah, look, uh, the first year was t- – 03 was tough. Um, I think I was only 26. Um, I, I, I don't know if the club were convinced I was ready to coach, but I don't think there was many other options um, possibly. So I, I got yep. the job. Look, my footy suffered a little bit. I think I think I tried to take on too much. Um, you know, I'd gone from uh, kicking plenty of goals. I, I think I only kicked thirty or forty goals in that year of 03. Um, yeah. Look, we we ended up getting on a run late in the year. I think we won six or seven on the trot, and we we look we missed out on finals by a game. Um, I think we rolled Sereno late in that year. Um, Blackers was coaching down there, I think. and But 04, heaps better year. Um, you know, uh, personally, I played a lot better. Um, and the club was in a great – all three sides made finals that year, 2004. So the the 18s, I think it was then, the reserves and, and the seniors, we all made finals. Yep. We got knocked out. The twos ended up going out in straight sets, unfortunately. I think the, nine, the 18s did as well. So, look, we didn't jag one, but it was good signs for the club. Um but yeah, I think after that year, I, I don't think, I don't think since two thousand and four, our twos or eighteens have played a final. To be honest, um, and the ones, our, our latest one, I think was twenty fourteen. Since then, so it's been a bit of a lean stretch. 
for the club um the last you know well, nearly nearly 20 years so um yeah but look that was great for me um to be able to step up and experience that um and it sort of held me in good stead to coach again like later down the track that's it and that's that's where we're going to now uh 2014 the year that you guys obviously made the grand final against sereno and that year it was played at hastings um i actually can't remember what what was wrong with Frankston Park? I think it. I actually don't know. It might yeah, have been the like, redone. Or... Possibly, yes. I think you're right. I don't think it was the ground being redone. I think you're right. I think it was the building of those those new rooms and whatnot. Um, yeah. So look, a lot of the boys that played in that game. Um, it's probably the only final series a lot of them played in, and unfortunately, not to run around on Frankston Park was disappointing, uh, without a doubt. Um, but look. It was a great year, 2014. Um, I sort of said to the club, look, I don't know. There wasn't too many guys putting their hand up. I just finished playing again. Um, I said, look, we need to get a couple of recruits. There was some good local talent there, but we had to add a few. So I said, look, I'll I'll sort of coach a club for nothing. Let's get a couple of players and just see what happens. Um, So we we managed to get – look, Johnny Flack came to the club – I think it was a little bit earlier than that. Um, I can't remember if John was there prior to 2014. I'm pretty sure he was. Maybe not. But anyway, we got Flacky there at one stage and then Glenn Boyd came back to the – well, he came back to the peninsula. I think he'd been uh, he'd been playing up in uh, Swan Hill around there for Wurrunen or something. Yep. Anyway, we got Boydy, we got Flacky, Um and look, apart from them, I think there was in that grand final there was nineteen or twenty guys who were locals, yeah. local local crib point guys. Um, I think our salary cap was about eighty thousand, um, and we took it up to the big to the big boys. You know, there, there was rumours about what Sereno was spending, and you, you can speculate. And even Dramana that year, they had they, um, I think they spent a fair bit that year. Anyway. I think we won six games by less than a goal that yep. year. So we and we managed we finished on top, which was crazy. Um had the first week off. Um Sereno, I went and watched the first final. Sereno were down against Dramana by heaps, somehow got up and won. And then Dramana got rolled the week after, I think went out in straight sets. And I think it might have been Rye came through. Um Sereno beat us to go into the granny. We dropped back, played Roy in the prelim, five goals down at three-quarter time. We won by a point. That was the most epic game I've probably ever been involved in. Clutch footy at its best. It was it was crazy. Um, and, look, you know, the grand final was disappointing. Um, we, we we sort of got – in the end, we, we really – we got blown away. Look, it wasn't a blowout the whole game, but in the last quarter it got away from us. Um, but – I was just really proud of the club and the boys, mate. Um, I, I was just – I wasn't disappointed for me. I, I was disappointed for those boys that, have, you know, played 10, 15 years at the club and, you know, there was a lot of kids as well. But the, the older guys like your Luke Harringtons and James Cook, David Cook, Sammy Sammy Austin who played in the 01 flag, he still played in that game. But yep. 
you know, for those boys who who put their heart and soul into the joint and hadn't taken off, and we we just couldn't just couldn't get it done on the day, mate. But look, it was it was a special year. Uh, a lot of boys still talk about it, and um, it was great. It was great, and you know, the aftermath of that grand final wasn't good for us. You know, with a few blues that happened and investigations and a few guys had to have surgery carrying injuries and we just never got going the next year um 2015 we we had a real letdown and just um yeah so that was about it mate but it, it was a tough it was a really tough period um through that finals campaign I, as a coach <clears throat> And not that you should be or need to enjoy it, but I really didn't enjoy the moment, if I'm going to be truthful. Yep. Um, there were some tough selection calls that, that I had to make. Um, you know, I, dro I dropped the kid for matchups in the prelim and uh, I, I almost got attacked at the club rooms. <laughs> over <laughs> it. Um, uh, his father had to be held back at the time. Jesus. Um, and then when we won that game, and we got through to the grand final. I, I, the right matchup was to pick that kid and bring him back in the team for height as a defender. Yep. And I had to drop um, one of my closest mates, um, Jack Johnson, who um, has been a lifelong friend of mine. Um, played every game. Um, he ended up. They put his face on the footy record for grand final day. Yep. Um, he was on the front cover. <laughs> Oh, how'd you be? Um, and yeah, mate, I I I had to drop him. Um, so I was I was pretty emotional, to be honest, mate. Um, there was quite a few tears that week. Um, just just by myself at home, um, knowing what I was going to have to do. Um, really anxious and worked up. And yeah, I I just I didn't actually really get to enjoy it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it was tough. It was tough. For sure, especially like that lead up and having to drop one of your closest mates would have been, uh, you know, really hard for you. And especially just to get there um, on the day and obviously to, to lose. And I think especially also for the game not to be playing at Frankston Park. Um, every yeah. day I can remember I've been to, it's been at Frankston Park. And obviously yeah. um, on my first podcast, a good mate of yours, Brad Allen. Yeah. Um, you know, he's um, he, he was saying to me that obviously, you know, you go down that back way. Uh, from Mount Eliza, you know, we, we call it Premiership Lane. You go down there yeah. and you go over the hill and you can see the ground. And um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's just something special about that ground, isn't it? There is, mate. There is. So, look, yeah, it, look, it was disappointing not to play there. Um, but, mate, you just got to, you just got to try and get the job done no matter what's thrown at you. And, yeah, look, even that grand final day, a few other things that were, you know, the photos before the game and the waiting, like you just can't plan for some of that stuff. It was quite yeah. distracting, to be honest. And, yeah. I mean, Sereno were a powerhouse. They'd been there a million times. But our boys, you know, they were pretty worked up. And then, you know, it's 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 it's, it's a big day. It's a big lead up. It's a big day. And, you know, it's a it's a big um, disappointment for one of the teams that runs out there. So, but that's that's footy, mate. That's footy for sure. And um, who who's your tip for this weekend? Obviously, we got uh, the grand final, uh, Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs. Who do you reckon will get the uh, chocolates? Oh, mate, I, look, I think the D's. I've been really surprised how the dogs have um, have been the last couple of weeks. I 
I think of all the teams, I, I think the Dogs have the best midfield to go with Melbourne, if I'm going to be truthful. Um, yep. But I think, depending on Stephen May with injury and that, I don't know, mate. I just think the Ds are on a mission. I think they've, they're due. Um, the Dogs have done it hard. I, yeah, I think the Ds, mate. Um, yeah, I think the Ds sure. will get done. For sure, and I'm I'm the same. You know, obviously, last flag was uh, 64, so yeah, yeah, long time between drinks. But yeah, anyway, moving on uh, to some uh, better, obviously, better stories from 2019. Uh, winning yep. the tooth flag at Foster as a 42 year old, <laughs> uh, showing your age there. But um, <laughs> how how was that? Yeah, mate, it was actually really good. Um... The backstory behind it a little bit. Look, a few boys went down to Foster from Cribby. Um, the Cook boys, Michael, James, David, and and Pete Coelli, their cousin. Um, I I hadn't played footy for really. I was playing a bit of Super Rules for a couple of years, um, sort of 2016 through to 2018, 19. But I was really unfit. Uh, I, I sort of. I was in a pretty high-pressure job as a, as a mortgage broker. I, I wasn't happy. I actually quit the job in 2018, late in that year, and I got really fit. I had six weeks off. I did a fitness challenge. I dropped about 10 kilos, got really fit, um, and I thought, I want to I want to have a crack at some footy again. So I was actually going to play at Cribby um, and try and help them out. I was still going to play Super Rules as well, though. So yeah. Cribby sort of suggested to me they wanted me to play every week. And I said, look, I really can't. I'm going to play Super Rules still. And anyway, down at Foster, it was a bit more relaxed. Obviously, they had a lot of guys that travelled from Melbourne to help them out. So I said to them, you know, do you reckon I could maybe have a kick every second week? Would that?" Then they're like, yeah, 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 for sure. So anyway, I did it. A um, couple of hours in the car every second Saturday down there but mate it was a it was a great experience it really was um played in the twos all year i i I got really close to breaking into the ones but with only playing every second week um it was hard for them i think to pick me over some of their other guys um i got a hamstring injury late as well that i had to get over before finals so anyway I didn't play the semi. The boys won. We went straight in. And, um, yeah, both the ones and the twos got in. Um, and, yeah, mate, she was a pretty low-scoring affair in, in the granny, but she was there. And um, we got over the line by a point, mate. It was uh, it was unbelievable. Jeez, so yeah. I, managed to, I managed to jag the last goal and put us oh. in front. And, um <laughs> But there was still look. There was still five or six minutes left when I did that. They went down the other end. I think we're up by two points. They hit the post. I think yeah. uh, ball bounced out, hung around the middle, and then the siren went. So uh, it was it was good. And and then we had the Supers Grand Final the week after, which we were right in our necks up to um, till the last quarter, and we just went down by a couple of goals, which was which was disappointing. So. Uh, yeah, great day down at Foster. Disappointing the week after with the Supers to, to get rolled in the granny. But um, look, look, it was a great experience down there. Really good people. Um, and I look forward, really since then, it's been COVID. Um, and I haven't been able to get back down there and really even speak to any of the boys. Yeah. But I'd, I'd love to get down there and, and catch up. 
For sure, for sure. And look, that's that, that's definitely a high and a low from going, you know, <laughs> on top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain. Yeah. In the space of a week. Julie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, must be hard. Now, uh, moving on, and, you know, obviously after the, the grand final is all, all said and done, um, you know, many uh, many boys like to get on the beers. And um, <laughs> this is going right into my next subject, and I reckon you have a good couple of stories out of this. Who is piss fit at your footy club at the moment? Look, uh, down at Cribby, there's there's plenty of them, mate. There's plenty of them. I still, I still get down to Cribby, not as much as I'd like to, but, mate, yep. a lot of my... <laughs> The boys, look, probably the most piss-fit bloke at Cribby would have to be Glenn Barclay. Wouldn't be a big name that everyone knows, Barkers, but he's played 300 games at Cribby, most of them in the, in the twos. But back in the day, Jay Monday, a lot of people would know Jay Monday. Jay, yep. uh, Jay's a machine. Um, oh, a few of the older boys, you know, Gus Graham and Shane Beggs, they were always solid um, on the piss. Um, good mate of mine, Sammy Austin. Um, mate, all the boys at Cribby, they could all, a lot of them could go. A lot yeah, of them could really. go. Um, and yeah, as I said, that 99 grand final we lost, that was a, that was a, an insane celebration, that one, for some reason. Um, yeah. I think we wrapped up the coach's car in Glad Wrap and a few other things. Oh. Um, <laughs> And Cribby's got it. Cribby's, look, Mad Monday down at Cribby. It's a bit of a tradition. Every year you start off in the grandstand down there, the old grandstand at, at Cribby. You've got to be there on time. Otherwise, it's penalties, dress-ups, all that sort of stuff. And then from there, we, we head it, do do a couple of pubs from there. So, uh, unfortunately, there's been too many early Sundays down at Cribby with not, not a heap of finals being played, mate. But, um yeah, look at Foster. I didn't get to have a lot of drinking down there, mate. Um, yeah. the, the couple of seasons I had in Darwin, um, you know, oh six to oh eight, mate. That I loved it up there. The the lifestyle and speak about drinking up there, mate. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, we partied so hard up there. Um, and some of the boys, I played with a few guys. Couple of good guys, ex AFL guys. Got a guy named Brad Stevens who, who was on the Kangaroos list for a while. He was a machine. Um, Jared Young played a lot of VFL footy at Werribee and good footy in Geelong. Yep. Yeah, mate. I've been fortunate to mix it with some uh, some very piss fit guys over the years in in different locations, mate. Don't worry about that. That's elite. That sounds pretty good. And um, <laughs> go, going on to my um, my next one. Um, obviously, you've already touched on uh, sitting in the grandstand at the early hours in the morning at Kirby. Uh Best best man Monday stories you've uh, you've heard or you uh, encountered? Ah, oh, look, the dress ups. The dress ups are always pretty. I mean, I know I know a lot of clubs do it, but the, the boys do go to go to some big efforts to. Um, to to do it. I mean, one of the stories at Kirby was. Um, yeah, I mentioned him earlier. Good mate of mine, Sam Austin, and and um, actually the current uh, the current player down at Cribby, Brad Arnold. Uh, if you know yeah. BA, BA's played a lot of good footy. Um, they actually dressed up as um, priests and carried a coffin into um, a Mad Monday celebration. And on their way to the ground, they paid a kid twenty dollars to hop into the coffin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they um, they carried him in uh, to the pub, and um, and then he jumped out of the lid, and off he went. <laughs> yeah. That's an easy twenty bucks. That was pretty, pretty elite, I thought. Um, yeah. uh, Glenn Barclay, as I mentioned earlier, he was always uh, he was always um, yeah out of control. Well, not out of control, but yeah, he was always last man standing or one off. Old Barkers, he's uh, he's a machine. Glenn is. Uh, but look, dress ups, yeah, look, look, just heaps of dress ups, heaps of heaps of fun. Um, and try not to look. The boys are pretty respectful. We don't try not. We, we we are. We do make a point down there, saying we we you know we can't wreck wreck uh, places we go to or wreck other people's day. We try to keep it in house, but you know have a have a good time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think a lot has changed uh, within footy clubs since uh, you know probably the new millennium. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, with the culture and all that of footy clubs to what they are now, they're really uh, family-based clubs, aren't they? That's right, that's right. And, it's you know, you got to let your hair down but still uh, do the right thing, which is important, and make sure no one gets uh, no one gets hurt. That's it, for sure. Now, uh, moving on to the uh, next one, and obviously this would have uh, come back to your early days and when you first started at Cribby as well. Um, inspirational coach, who was a coach that you looked up to uh, in your early years? Yeah, look... Um... Oh, God, I think right back to my junior days at Cribby, there was a, there was a coach there, um, his name is Kerry Vincent. Um, Kerry was great for me. He he taught me uh, how to read the play and um, he was he was great. Kerry was good for, great for me early. When, when I... When I got to the seniors, as I said, Glenn, Glenn Brown, who was my first senior coach, you know, he told me... He gave me no restrictions. He knew I could. He knew I could take a mark. He said, "I want you to fly for everything. I don't care where you are. You know, fly for your marks, mate. Just go for them. I don't care about the result." Um, so Brownie was great. Andrew Wiskin, who was straight after Brownie, you know, Whisks, you know, played super footy. It's been amazing for our club down at Cribby. Like he gave me my first opportunity uh, to play at full forward, which which sort of kicked kicked me off and really got me going. And, um, yeah, so, look, they're probably the standouts for me. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say those. And, look, I've played under um, – yeah, Andrew Shannon was great um, when we won the flag. Um, he, You know, everyone's different. You know, Dell was very fitness-focused. Uh, Branny, as I said, loved the, the footy side of it, go for your marks. Um yeah, Kerry, my under 11s coach, was was quite tactical and um, for, for for a long time ago, and used to get me to play loose behind the ball and things like that. You know, so it, I think I think you can take what I've tried to do over the years is take a little bit from everyone that I've dealt with. You, you got to, as a coach, you you listen to people, but you don't necessarily take it all in. You've got to choose what works for you and yep. use that to the best of your ability. So you're never you're never going to be able to use everything that, that you, you see along the way. But you've got to take the good bits, try and remember them. And, um, you know, I'm still coaching now with the Supers, which I love. Um, and, yeah, we, we don't train as hard or as long. But, you know, we, we've got guys running around from as young as 35 to guys that are in their 60s. So you've got to adjust training to suit. You know, it's, it's you've got to build good relationships. Co- coaching's very um, involved. Um, you got to put a lot of time into it. You, you got to be in 
hundred percent. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. That's it. You can't just rock up on Sunday and think uh, everything will happen. Nah, nah, that's right. And down at uh, down at the Super Bowl, obviously you uh, your your current list from this year is uh, yes. pretty elite with the uh, likes of Ricky Johnson, Adam Hunter, uh, yourself, and Brad Allen. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, go, go, going on to next year, how are you, how are you boys looking? Mate, the club's in a great space at the moment. Uh, it was disappointing. You know, we were sitting on top of the ladder in the first and the and the seconds and in, in the four and the over 45s as well. This was our year. Like, the Raiders haven't, have never won a premiership. They haven't got a trophy in the cabinet. So yep. 25 years, uh, it's been a long build. They've played in a lot of grand finals. So we were set this year, mate. We were really going to have a crack. It was it was probably going to come down to us and the Franks and Tiger Sharks uh, and Parkdale with the other good side um, and to not get that up. You know, we've lost the last two grand finals, 2018 and 2019, had the COVID year off, and now we've been called off again. So it's it's been tough, mate. Like, um, But, yeah, we, we've got some super players, some super players, a lot of guys from the MPNFL that we used to play against we're now getting to run around with. It's a great vibe. Um, you know, you mentioned a few names there, but there's a heap of others, you know, like um, uh, Jared Smith, Matty Hose, Scotty Pickerskill, um, Jordan Boys from Somerville, um, you know, Blake Delaney from Tyab. Um, mate, I could go on and on. There's, you know, as you said, Ricky Hunts, uh, Craig Conlon. Um, it, we've got a super, super team, a super yeah. team. Um, I'll be in the 45s next year, mate. I'm, I'm done with the, the supers up, up, up high. I'm 44 now, so <clears throat> I can <clears throat> slide down a little bit, I reckon. We've got yep. um, got some got, – the club's in a really good space. <clears throat> we'll have a bit of a turnover with our uh, off-the-field staff. We've had some guys that have been there a long time and we, we're, we're rolling a few more through. But, um, yeah, anyone that's over 35 and would love to get involved with the club, it's a fantastic club, and um, we'd love to have you down there. Definitely, definitely. I think I know someone that will be in that category soon. And uh, obviously, I interviewed him uh, last week, and he's a Somerville steward. And um, he, yeah, is that is that fridge? Yeah, the yeah. old fridge. Yeah, uh, good, great man, great man. The fridge. Get there in the back line, and yeah. uh, he's gonna rip a boot on him as well. Yeah, he's a good man, Jay. He's, whenever I have an injury, he's he's my man. That's it. Yeah, he's my man as well. So anyway. <laughs> Dwayne, thanks for coming on to Mason Footy Podcast. Uh, great chatting with you, and we'll catch up for a beer soon. Legend, mate. Appreciate it, and uh, thanks, take mate. care, eh? Cheers. Thanks, Thank Dwayne. That was- hey, legends, and thanks for listening to another podcast of Mates and Footy. Remember to give us a like on Facebook or Instagram, and also follow us on Spotify. Cheers.